Welcome to a Thursday, Thursday edition of the Tom Shiflet Podcast. I'm Tom Shiflet. Uh, joining me, as always, my younger brother, Kyle Harkins. What's up, dude? How we doing? I literally forgot what day it was, even though we were just talking about this a fucking Thursday yeah. night football game. I literally, what day is it? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It was a little uh, hesitation uh, uh, on your part. A giant. So, I think I had a stroke there for a second. So. Sorry. <laughs> right. That happens. Man. What a day today, huh? You wake up right in the morning. I get up at like four o'clock for work, and I looked at my phone because usually I see like a like a late game score or something like that for like the Jazz game or something like that, a West Coast one. I see like six or seven notifications about Urban Meyer, and I was like, they really shit can this guy at midnight. That's hilarious. Yeah, they fired this guy at midnight. You know how much of a shit employee you have to be that you could even they could even wait for you to get to the office the next day. They're just like, hey, pal. You're fucking done at midnight, dude. Like, Girls Gone Wild commercials are on right now. And you got fired. <laughs> yeah. You got fired, like, watching, like, reruns of Everyone Loves Raymond at Nick at Night. You know what I mean? Like, that's insane. Yeah, you got called in and, uh, yeah, got the boot. Uh, hey, pal, the boot. you can go ahead and turn that alarm off for tomorrow. You ain't got to get up tomorrow. You're fired. I guess they saw the report of him kicking players. And well, they, they like, knew about know... this a while ago. and. Uh, because apparently they Lambo and his his representation reached out to Jacksonville was like, hey, this is not cool. Like we need to talk about this. Like after it happened, and then Jacksonville said, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll get a council together. We'll talk about it, and nothing came of it at all. So that's also an indictment on Shad Khan and all the cons over there too. Like it's just the whole thing over there is bad. It's not good, and you know like. Urban being gone is great, but ownership fucking stinks. That's right. the biggest problem. It's unserious over there. They have all the money in the world. That's great, man. Whatever. Tony Khan's wor- more worried about his wrestling promotion. Cool. Shad Khan, his dad, is a fucking dipshit. Like, you can yeah. fire Urban all you want. You hired Urban in the first place. That's a problem. Right. Like, you had Eric BME and... Urban Meyer were your last two guys, and you went with Urban Meyer instead of BME. You know what I mean? So this is, this isn't just gonna be magically fixed because Urban fucking need is like hit the bricks. Like this is still a giant problem. Yeah, I mean Darius Butler hit it on the oh, hit it on the nail. You know he didn't think it would work. I mean college coach with no experience coming in trying to change a culture, trying to put in an NFL well, that, culture with a yes. you know how does this that is what we were talking about as soon as it happened. I was like. This doesn't stand a chance. He'll barely make it a year. Like, like Jacksonville's a cesspool. And right. you're going to have a guy come up in this league. He's never even had a cup of coffee up here. And he's going to completely change a dog shit organization with terrible culture, who's unserious about winning, and no talent whatsoever. Like, it just it wasn't going to happen. Urban wasn't the guy to do it. This wasn't like right. when Pete Carroll comes up to the Seahawks and then you find a diamond in the rough and Russell Wilson, you already have like the Legion of Boom together. And it's like, oh yeah, this is easy to make a winning culture here because we got some fucking dudes here. Right, right, right. Complete different. You know, I mean, he just, it was just not, was, it wasn't going to succeed from the beginning. It was a bad, it was just a bad pick, bad setup. 
it's funny because they thought just because they had Trevor Lawrence and a couple extra uh, draft picks that he was going to put a team together, which is hilarious. You know, like that made no sense. I mean, it's to a me good too. start, but like you don't have any culture at all. And it seems that Urban didn't take the time to really build a culture. All the stuff no. that he was pre- he was pre- he was like preaching and like all that bullshit that he had fooled everybody in that building with that he was going to create a new culture. He was going to make it a new environment, blah, 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 blah. He didn't even learn any of the names of half the fucking players. <laughs> it's like a bad how you, but how are you supposed to how are you supposed to trust this guy if he doesn't even know who the hell i am like you're gonna tell me all these things to do i don't trust you at all this nah, isn't was... building any culture whatsoever like this stinks i don't like you you're a dick at practice you make us do a bunch of extra shit like we're grown-ass men most of us make them more money than you if not like the same if not more and you're treating me like i'm a fucking stupid walk-on at ohio state Fuck out of here, man. Right. These are grown-ass men. Right, you know, more exactly. I think about the Josh Lambeau thing, it kind of pisses me off. And I'm kind of pissed at Josh Lambeau. Like, what is your deal? It took you that long to not, like, say something about him just calling you kicker? You're the fourth most accurate kicker in NFL history. And you're going to let this clown call you a kicker the whole time? Like, hey, pal, my name is fucking Josh Lambeau. I've been here longer than you, dickhead. Show me some respect. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I'm with you on that. I mean, I don't think it's very confusing. Like, was he afraid that he wasn't going to be able to say anything? I mean, like, with the the background that he has, the success he's had in this league, you feel like you would have a leg to stand on. I mean, no pun intended, because you. But like, right? I get you, but sometimes I guess you just think that's your your boss at a point, and you know, I guess it's you bullshit just, though. Like, but yeah, you're right. Like, could you I imagine mean, yeah. like at work someone doing that to you? No. At my place of employment, somebody <laughs> calling me that, like, the first time he does it, I'm like, hey, di- no, th- that's not what we're doing. This is my name, dickhead. What's yours? Okay, that's how we're going to yeah. talk to each other from now on. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? I'd but like, him, yeah. what are we doing? I don't know. He should have came out with it earlier. And then you Probably come out about it, like, this happened in August, and now you're talking about it now? It felt like kind of Gruden-ish, you know, when, like, the Gruden mm-hmm. stuff started to come out, and the people started just piling and piling on stuff. That's what it felt like with Urban. Where, like, Lambo saw an opportunity, like, all right, I'm going to kick this son of a bitch while he's down. Yeah, I guess, you know. Well, I mean, Maybe people were telling him to come out with it. fuck Urban Meyer. Okay, that, we're done with this. Fuck yeah, that guy. He's, he's a chop. bozo. He's, he's at he's the, at the chop, chop house. House. He got chopped. He's at home. He's going to see the grandbabies as much as he wants. We're good now. Leave us alone, you bozo. He'll, he'll, um sit out for a year and then go to college I d- but you know what like, college I, football is changing though too so. like I thought that and then you know get easier. there's there's a legit possibility he he is Scrooge McDucking into a hilarious amount of money by the end of the week for some program you know what I mean like it's a it's a legit it's a legit thing like even with all this shit that's been going on with him in this past what eight months mm-hmm there's probably some universities like that guy's got juice still. That guy's got clout. He can get some five stars here. We can turn this program around. Oh, he he's gonna take a year off and then get a big job opening. All the big jobs are pretty much gone. So he he really screwed himself in that way. But yeah, if he could have waited a couple more months, he probably would have had USC. Yeah, huh? he he's not gonna go. Yeah, he's not gonna go to like some mid D one. And like try to bring them up. Hey, now. he might go back to Bowling Green. He had a better coaching staff at fucking Bowling Green than here. <laughs> These guys stink. Lucky that was his little part. There. That was his parting shot. He told them I had a better staff at fucking Bowling Green. You guys stink. Oh, hey, see, that's again, not you hired them, you clown. 
He's blaming everybody else. This That's is the what same I problem like. I have with Shad Congo where it goes like, well, this didn't work out with Urban, you know? That's your fault. You hired this idiot. You sat through all these meetings and you went, all right, this is my guy. Put it there. We got a deal. Yeah, it's, that's not good. It's not good. It's not good for Trevor Lawrence at all. Like, I'm happy that Irvin's gone right now, but what what are we going to do going forward? Are they going to get a new general manager? Probably not. Well, it is pretty cool. They are. It is a smart move that they fired him because, they, you know, the owners put in that new rule. You're allowed to interview head, or assistant coaches two weeks prior to the season ending. So they're going to get a little head start here for a head coach. They don't need to interview anybody else. They talked to Eric B and me a couple months ago. Just give him the fucking job. Yeah, he needs a job. He, I don't, I don't care who and hires. You know what? Him, if you weren't that hot, like that guy. If, maybe Eric can, B and me uh, bombed the interview. Maybe that's it. Maybe he stunk his last interview, and Urban just he was silver tongue devil, and he got him. I don't know. But if you don't like B and me, then if you'd rather have Urban Meyer over B and me, go throw every single cent you have at Byron Leftwich. Jacksonville Jaguar legend. He's a stalwart there. Mm-hmm. Fan favorite. Everyone fucking loves him. One of your yeah. greatest quarterbacks ever. Offensive guru right now. He's People like to throw those guru words around. What he's doing in Tampa Bay is pretty goddamn special. And he's been hanging out with Tom Brady the past two years. Learning game. That's a pretty damn yeah. good guy if I've ever seen one. Yeah. It just I mean, makes I, too I much it sense. Fit. It makes too much sense. Yeah. I think it works. A guy can kind of like teach Trevor Lawrence to be an NFL quarterback. It's Mickey Mouse down there. Right? I think that's what uh, they need the most, you know, someone to get in his ear and uh, finally start developing him. Because I know Urban Meyer ain't fucking developing shit. Well, it's the thing, too. It was just arrogance on his part to not – he didn't seek any counsel from anybody. He, was, he thought he already knew everything already, and he wasn't taking – the guidance from these NFL coaches that he hired to help him out, he didn't delegate any of that stuff to them and just like coast off of them. Like that's the that's what you do. You sponge mm-hmm. off these guys who know more than you. You get the biggest brains you possibly can, and you learn from them. Not going in there like, hey, I know what the fuck I'm doing. The ball coach, I do whatever I want. All right, pal. Hey, kicker, stop fucking stinking. I'm gonna kick you in the ass. Thing is, he didn't even know who was playing. That's a- so. Again, this went back to Florida, though. This went back to Florida and stuff. He would call kids all the time that cat in interviews and stuff like that. He didn't know the players. He's so hyper-focused on winning, controlling all these things. He doesn't pay attention to the little details of a team. Well, you can send that works. That works. It's some that works sometimes. It does. Look, let's be perfectly clear. All this stuff that happened to Urban Meyer, it wouldn't matter if they won. I've, I don't know how many times I've said this. If they were a yeah. good football team, nobody would give a shit about any of this. This would, would we, People would be laughing about it, and nobody would care. If the yeah, Jags are just... sitting there looking at a wild card spot or their first in the AFC South, everyone is oh. chucking, uh, chuckling and laughing. Oh, Urban, you know, all oh, the old ball coach, he's funny as shit. You know what I mean? But they stink. So people are like, hey, he's got to get out of here. Yeah, winning's the most important thing. Winning that's cures why, everything. That's why you winning that's cures why... everything. Everything. That's why you play the game. That's why you play the game. That's why. Hey, that's why you play the game. But uh, thank yeah, you, it's, uh, thank God the the Jags got rid of him. Now, how does this work with the with the deal? Does he not get? Does he get like half his money still? I I'm I didn't look into the the specifics he of his deal. His Excuse me. If yes, he will. They're still going to pay him. 
Oh lord, that's a huge L. He didn't. He didn't even make it a year into it, into a four-year what? A hundred some million dollar deal or some shit it was. I thought it was five. Four Maybe or five years, whatever the hell it was. Shaq Khan's a dipshit. So if you want to say the Jacksonville Jaguars, force that dipshit to sell, get a new general manager, and get some football minds in that building, okay? Yeah, get some big brain. Uh, you got like, there. they're like carnies, the cons. They're carnies. They're carny people. Right. Tony Khan is a carny. He loves <laughs> yeah. professional wrestling. He's into all elite wrestling, all that. Cool. Why don't you just make Chris Jericho the interim head coach? I mean, let's make this real Mickey Mouse, okay? Yeah, make Arn Anderson, make Arn Anderson the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. There we go. I pitched this eight months ago. I pitched Arn Anderson, the head coach of the Nightmare Family, and Cody Rhodes to be the head coach of the Jaguars, and don't even bring Urban Meyer in there. I mean, you basically did. You basically brought Vince McMahon in here and, and told him to coach your team. Clown show. <laughs> I think what was the most successful thing that Urban Meyer did was, I guess, giving Chris Jericho that laptop to hit him and JF in the stadium stampede match like a year ago. I think that's the most successful thing Urban Meyer has done as a Jacksonville Jaguar head coach. Hey, way to go, Urban. Way to go, pal. You did it, man. Yeah, maybe. Man, maybe he's going the... to spend a lot know. of time in that chop house. I mean, seeing the grandbabies. He's going to see a lot of the grandbabies. Well, that's that's what you know. his daughters have been posting that. Oh, He's shut up. Family man. Shut up. Did, did you see that? Shut post? up. Yeah, it made me sick. Shut up. It's the greatest family man. Oh, he's such a bully. Look at these pictures <laughs> with his family. Yeah, he likes his family. <laughs> the fuck? You can't, can't take away that he was just at a chop house. You just saw the picture of him kicking Josh Lambeau. Goodness gracious. Jerk off. All right, that's way too much time to admire. Rest in piss, Bozo. I'm not talking about him anymore. You're a clown. See you later, pal. Fuck him. R.I.P. Hey, moment of silence. Again, three moment of silences for Urban Meyer already this week. It's Thursday. <laughs> like we were talking about last night, I was very disappointed that the or the content is going to be gone, and it's going to be... We had a good run, man. We did have a good run. God, that last parting shot. I had a better fucking coaching staff at Bowling Green. These guys stink. <laughs> you hired them. All right, Urban all right, yeah, Irvin. we're going to have to let you go. All right, Irvin, take it easy, man. You guys are a bunch of losers. Uh, hey, don't say nothing when I win a college uh, championship in three years. I'm going to put it right here on my middle finger, right here, so I can show you this yeah. ring. Fuck you guys. Who gives a shit, dude? Go play that Mickey Mouse football. That's shit that's not even realistic. Well, it's a fucking joke. Speaking of a joke in Mickey Mouse football, the 4 o'clock game we will get on Saturday will be Basically, uh, XFL football. Uh, Nick Mullins is now slated to start because Case Keenum has now tested positive for COVID. So no Baker, no Case Keenum. Because it was funny because like when Baker popped up, it was like, all right, see, hey, way to go, Andrew Barry. This is why you signed Case Keenum. This is what it's all about. Great yeah, move, man. And then a day later, Case Keenum pops up. People are like, oh, shit. Now what do we do? And now Browns fans are crying. Hey, this isn't fair. You gotta you gotta you gotta flex the game out. This isn't fair. They do have twenty players missing. It is it is a bit of a fuck. Now they have Santi safety Grant Delpit is now on the list. Rodney Harrison, their other safety, was on the list yesterday, so they're potentially missing their tar their starting safeties, half of their offensive line, all three of their quarterbacks. What? Kareem Hunt, what? I mean everybody. This team what? is going to stink on Sunday. 
But they're Why? playing the Raiders, so who knows? In the fuck? How are they keep getting people on COVID every day? It, they just they added three more starters on the defensive end today, on the defensive side of the ball today. Four. Four defensive players oh. tested positive today. So um, so 20 so they, this week. So they test every day, right? Yeah, and then the NFL, they updated their policy, and they came out with a big memo. Um, let's see. This came out today says, uh, quote, throughout the pandemic, we have continuously evolved our protocols to meet our goal of advancing the safety of the players, um, coaches, and staff. The changes we are making today aim to address the increase in cases and the advent of the Omicron variant. Effective immediately, all clubs will implement preventative measures that have proven effective, masking regardless of vaccination status, remote or outdoor meetings, eliminating in-person meals, and no outside visitors while on team travel. We will continue to strongly engage booster shots as the most effective protection. Finally, and based on our expert advice, we will adjust the return to participation requirements for those who have recovered from COVID-19. All of these changes are grounded in our data and science-backed approach, with safety our number one goal for the entire NFL community. Hey, way to go, guys. Thank you. All right, so yeah. we're back so. to masking, regardless of what your status is, no visitors, no, you know, Hanging out and going to get lunch, none of that shit. We're back to basically square one of when we started this thing that last year when we were dealing with it. Yeah. Well, I well, I guess it's better well, that they're doing that. I mean, they, they have no choice at I this point. The way that people get, are dropping like flies. Well, it's like, what are they doing after practice to get COVID? Or are they are they getting it in the facility and then the next day showing positive? What's the thing? Well, it's what, the chicken or the egg kind of thing here. We don't. I mean, they. Shouldn't. I mean, these players. Bro. I mean, they probably are leaving the facility and going to go do something. But I don't know. It seems like it's it's just going around like crazy in this in these buildings. I, I just I don't know what it is. I don't know. Yeah, that that's why I don't. I, I don't mean. know. And that and that's what they're doing here. They're literally throwing their arms up. They don't do. I mean, look at Kevin Stefanski. He's the poster boy for this thing. He's had both shots. He's had the booster. He had COVID last year. He's positive again, and he's going to miss another football game. It's it's yeah. not one of these things where these people aren't doing everything wrong. It's like a lot of these people are doing the right thing, and they're still getting fucked here. So I, I'm not sure what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's really weird to me that every day you're getting, like, you know, three, four people coming up with COVID. Well, you this know? is how it's it was last year. It was just like, oh, it's this week's – It this week is this uh, – this team is up this week for just getting bombarded by COVID here. That's what it was last year. And we thought going forward, it's like, well, this shouldn't be as bad this year, but maybe there'll be a couple here or there, but it should be fine. Most of the league is about 88% vaccinated. We should be okay. Even if someone pops, they're vaccinated, we should be fine. But I, I don't know. Baker just tweeted, at NFL, make up your damn mind on protocols. Showing up and making only three teams test, all you, also you can keep the game as scheduled to make money. Actually caring about player safety would mean delaying the game with this continuing at this rate. But to say Shut you won't up. text vaccinated players that they don't have symptoms, then to pull this randomly doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, it's true. I mean, I don't know. They seem to have been kind of flip-flopping on how they're doing things throughout. But what are they? I don't know what they're supposed to do. I, I, I don't know shit about fuck, so I can't tell them what they were supposed to do. And I don't know more than them. I honestly don't. I'm just a dipshit, so I, I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. And it seems like these guys are literally throwing up their hands. They're like, I don't know either, dude. So 
I would just they should just get tested every day. I just but I they mean, started to do that and now we're seeing more tests. So like I don't know, it's not realistic to do, but what if you just well then you have to get into the trust of these players admitting when they have symptoms or not. I don't know. Because like I mean, if you test well, less, well, you, if you test some, less, you'll have less positives, know. you know? Well, that's the thing too. Like I just hit my microphone. Uh, it barely even. Some people don't have any type of symptoms, and if they do, some of them aren't even like it's like a sniffle. Well, some so don't like, have any symptoms, but they're carriers, so they're spreading yeah. it to other people. But they yeah, think they're fine. That, but if you don't test every day, then they don't know if they have it, and then they're just spreading it around thinking they're fine, and they pass it to other people, and then other people have symptoms. I, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I'm not Doctor Fouch. I'm not Mister Stills here. I don't know well, shit. That guy's a fuck. But yeah, I don't know. He went to school for a very long time, and he's been alive for a thousand years. So I feel like he knows more than you and I combined. But I don't know. That guy is the reason this all happened, but we're not going to get into all that. I'm not going to get into any of that because he's I don't, he's I don't know. he's a fun he's a fun. Piece you don't know shit. enough about it, and I certainly don't know about about it. I ain't getting into it. Yes, I'm just yes. looking at it from how it's affecting the world of sports. I don't know about right. the other shit. I just know Russell Westbrook was on the COVID list today for the Lakers. To go along with Avery Bradley also today. So they signed Isaiah Thomas. When they signed Isaiah Thomas, people were like, what are you doing? And then it came out like 10 minutes later, oh, Russ is on the COVID list. So it's like, okay, I guess I see why you did this, but. Oh, the Lakers signed him? <sighs> yeah, Lakers signed him. He was going to sign a deal. Uh, you no, know, he signed a G League deal with the Nuggets. He scored 42 points last night in their Six G League eight. game. Six and eight, too. And then. um. Played for his old for all Jason Terry. He signed. He signed today with the Lakers. That G League team is hilarious because they got Deshaun Stevenson, or I mean Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson, me. yeah. About to say Deshaun uh, still Thomas. playing? Huh? I about to say Deshaun still playing? No way. Yeah, no way, no way. But Lance and then Isaiah, yeah, that's hilarious. So it plays one G League game and then gets uh, he gets forty two. He gets forty two last night. And he's playing the NBA on Friday probably. Well, I mean, that's the COVID world we live in. It's kind of wild, but you know. Speaking of Lakers, what a wild. what a ball game last night. I mean, goodness gracious, LeBron was an alien. Attack. LeBron was an alien last night. You know, the first ten minutes of that game, like, all right, we're getting a LeBron game. He was unconscious from three. That block that he had for a person to be as old as he is to get up that high, where literally his wrist was at the top of the backboard to hit top that fucking square. ball, man. Yeah, that's hard to do, dude. There, there was a, a side-by-side picture impossible. of him doing a block like that when he was like 22, and then when he's now at 37, and it's like it's the same exact picture, except he's wearing a Lakers jersey. He yeah, is he's an alien. Turning it up. I thought he was. He hurt himself there for a little bit. He did tweak his ankle, and oh, you're like, like great. Ah. This is how the season's been going. Here we go, par for the course. But um, yeah, he was phenomenal last night, and I thought Russ played really well too. AD is just unserious, man. I just don't know what to do. Um, I don't know. Dude, he I, I don't he, know. I don't know. He made that do. game close. He right. Uh, they. It made me so mad, dude. It makes me so right, mad. Right. I, I, I thought doing. the Lakers did a great job all around, except for Anthony Davis. Just his effort wasn't very good defensively most times, and then offensively, he's just he gets the ball, he holds it for ten seconds or so at the elbow, he waits for a double, and then again, as I've been talking about for three years now, he doesn't know what he's doing with these double teams. He's just I don't know what it is. He gets flustered. He turns the ball over. He makes horrible decisions. I just don't get it. The best things that happen 
when Anthony Davis has the ball is when he gets the ball, he makes a decisive move, he goes quick, he scores, or he gets fouled, something good happens. I don't know why he sits there and holds the ball. It makes no sense to me. This whole uh, Charles Barkley was talking about this today, and it's like Anthony Davis isn't putting up his end of the bargain here of coming to L.A. This was kind of like, all right, you're going to take over here for Braun because he's getting older. He can't do this every night. He's almost 40. You're in the prime of your career, dude. This is your chance to be a top five player in this league. Take over every night. LeBron can coast until he turns it up towards the end of the year and in the playoffs. And you're sitting there and you're stacking chips. Mm-hmm. If he, Anthony Davis is doing the potential of what he can do, you have Russ flying around doing his thing. You have LeBron kind of coasting, picking and choosing, facilitating, doing whatever. But if Anthony Davis is dominating the way he should every night, like we're not talking about how clunky this Lakers team is and then all these geezers that won't work. But like all the right. things that should have been a problem coming in with like, oh, well, you got Carmelo and Anthony coming off the bench. Carmelo's been incredible. Yep. Bron, aside from missing some time with COVID and a little tweak here and there, he's been phenomenal. He's been Russ, yep. he had a, a, a rough week or two to start the year. We're like, oh, this guy stinks. Just like last but he's year. been phenomenal. Just like last year. He has been absolutely phenomenal throughout this thing. Yep. And what his play down the stretch last night was incredible. Like I thought Oh, he's phenomenal. Russ a couple years ago would that have taken some horrible shots and would have shot them out of that basketball game. For him to have right? the presence of mind to find Austin Reeves when he could have easily taken a shot that he didn't have. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was beautiful. It's beautiful basketball. The drive. Hey, that Wayne Ellington the shot the tie was insane. Dude, I had 40 bones on this game. Money line. That, so like, that I was, shot I was that Wayne sweating. Ellington hit in that corner, the pump fake oh. to get the guy to fly by and to hit that ball with like a second left was bananas. Yeah, I mean, even Russell's three at the end of overtime. Russell's shooting almost 60% from the corner this year. That's why he drifted over there. Yeah. So, And Anthony Davis is an asshole. Wants to, he could have moved over a little bit. But either way, this is the thing that you got to take away from that game. Is Anthony Davis needs to wake the fuck up? I know. I, what was that pull up jump shot on the shot? He shot a air ball. He shot it over twenty feet over the rim, and then he he continued. He missed two layups. Well, that shot, he, that shot, you, that three. shot you're talking about there too. That was really early in the shot clock too. It's terrible, and then it wasn't even comfortable. It was so bad, and then he he missed easy bounce passes. He's getting from LeBron, who's literally probably still the best pass in the NBA. Right, he is him and, and Jokic are right it. there. He's dropped. He's, I, he, I don't know what is it. what is happening with this man, but and then it's, defensively, uh, it's frustrating. It's the biggest man. thing. The Lakers defensively, how they rotate, it's very complex. It's very hard. But he almost seems lost sometimes and almost seems like he doesn't even want to do it. It just doesn't have the same burst like, and explosiveness athletically right now. There was a couple times where people were going in and just getting layups. DeAndre Jordan was even getting closer to contesting layups I know. than Anthony Davis was. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I think you know? I think I'm I don't know. I'm worried about the Lakers because it's Anthony it's an Anthony Davis problem. And that's that's it the is. one thing that was supposed to be a solid coming coming into the year. Mm, not good, dude. Not good. If LeBron has to play like a freaking like That's what MVP, I mean. If you're depending on Russ and LeBron to be all NBA guys every night when you have twenty seven year old Anthony Davis here in the prime of his career and like he's just he moseying around. But he's like the effort stinks. Like it's just not good right now. And like yeah. Anthony Davis is playing like a guy who has nothing to prove, but that's not the case. You yeah. had one phenomenal shooting stretch in the bubble in Orlando, and now you think you don't have anything to prove. That's not the case, sir. It's not. 
Yes, not at all. I mean, he just to me he needs to start turning up on defense, and then offense will come, it'll come back. But you got to be engaged. Like he's again, just this not, is a guy the past like he wants to be there. the past what five years has been arguably top three defender in the league. Yeah, Easy. He's beat and this year it's just Brunson. it's just pathetic. It's just not good. The effort. Yeah, Brunson blew by him on that layup where it's like, how did Anthony Davis not just pin that against well, him? Like what happened? Yeah, the beginning of the second quarter. That was it. That was that last little stretch there in the fourth where Jalen Brunson got just, he got through on a layup to put them up by like two or something like that. I was just waiting for AD to pin that against the glass and like Jalen had an easy finish. Yeah, I was about to go on a rant on AD, but I was like, I was just like, let me just settle down. Hopefully he just puts it together and they win this goddamn game. I mean, Austin Reeves saved a very serious conversation about Anthony Davis all day. Honestly. Thank you, Reeves. Thank you, Reeves. Reeves. Hillbilly Kobe. Hillbilly Kobe, man. He's a baller, dude. He's a baller in Oklahoma. What a what two dope nicknames. Hillbilly Kobe and AR fifteen. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's I tell you what, there's on one thing nicknames. that Polinka and them and the Lakers organization know what to do. They know how to find some white guys who can ball, man. Bro, he does his job. He he sometimes he's a second or two slow on the rotations because they're so difficult. Plus, he's, he's he's a slow he's guy still, as it is too, athletically. Yeah, but he's, he's still he just he's kind of like D Rob on uh, the Miami Heat. They they just work hard, they play hard, and they hit open shots. Because I mean that what he what he have like four threes last night. Four threes, yeah, and then the game yeah, winner. So, yeah, and the game winner, like that kid was that was, was contested. That kid was every contested. time he was open. There was even sometimes when he caught some passes in the corner in the first quarter where mm-hmm. I thought he could have he could have he could have pulled it, but he didn't. Yeah, I think he's going to get even more comfortable. He's going to be a weapon. Down well, the he's going Just to like, be here because they don't really have anybody else to play right now. So Reeves is going to get a lot mm-hmm. of time here. So that's going to be good. And and all Avery Bradley, he he made me swallow my words hey, last night. He played hard. He played very good defensively too. If Reeves starts to play this way consistently enough. I feel like you could, if you're Palinka and them, you feel a little more comfortable pulling the trigger on a, a THT and somebody for like a Sabonis or a, a Miles Turner kind of trade, right? I mean, yeah, or or you could get Jeremy or or Jeremy, Jeremy Grant, Grant something like. Well, if his if his thumb ends up checking out and he's worth the fuck, yeah, you know, you can. Well, it's fun. Yeah, the Pistons. Yeah, he gets hurt a day later, then they're trying to trade him, which it's like, what the hell? But. Either way, yeah, I mean, that'd be very interesting. Well, too, Sabonis came out and said last night he something. is he is down to be out of Indiana. For a while, he's been quiet on the trade rumors, but now he's like, yeah, you can go ahead and get me out of here. This is cool. Dude, he's been tearing it up last couple of games. Like, it's very, it doesn't make sense with the Pacers. It really doesn't. To have yeah, Sabonis, Miles Turner, those two men who they play really, they complement each other very well for two bigs playing with one another. Yeah, Malcolm they got, Brogdon. They got decent pieces. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I really don't. It makes no sense. Yeah. I don't know what to I mean, do with them. They won five in a, uh, straight at home before losing by two the other night to Golden State. So mm-hmm. they're back home tonight. Yeah, but again, they, like they Golden State slept walk through that entire game. Oh, I know. Until the so, last yeah, five minutes, they started they to stretch. Back-to-back. Yeah. Right. So they were just kind of, yeah, mosing around. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it really doesn't make sense. They should be at least above 500. You know, they shouldn't be sitting six games under 500. Right. But. We shouldn't be 12 and 18 right now. We shouldn't be. Right. Right. What's the slate tonight? Kind of stinks. So hopefully they figure that out. Or they just sell it. You know, they sell I, the farm. It, it, it seems like they're going to start breaking some stuff down here. I give it uh, not too much longer for now until they really break some stuff down here. 
And we right. keep they keep trying to um, I don't know if this is clickbait or not. I feel like it is at this point with the Simmons deals every day. There's always no, you not, throw the Lakers Knicks into happens. that what we just got here. Uh Kings guard De'Aaron Fox has now entered the health and safety protocols. Jesus. So it looks like Sacramento is getting hit hard by Uncle COVID here. They already had Bagley go on. Alvin Gentry, their head coach, was on there today. So it looks like he's going through their locker room here. So I don't know. I don't know oh, what you man. do. Um, the Wizards might get the Wizards might get hit before tonight's game. Walking in, I'm concerned. They played them, they played them last night. Yeah, I know. I'm concerned so, going for. I mean, we bought. I bought tickets to Cavs Wizards on the thirtieth. Okoro's oh, already on the shit. list. I'm worried about that not going through their locker room. And then the Wiz potentially could have a spread here too. So I, I don't. God damn it, man! Like God damn it. Stay healthy, you fucks. I mean, most of these people are doing the right thing. It's just. I know. I this is just, just the nature of the world we're living tagged. in. Like, I don't know what to do. Know. Like, this isn't like last it's, year where people are getting punished because they weren't taking this seriously or anything like that. Like these people are doing what they're supposed to do, except for Antonio Brown right. having a fake vax card. But like. Everyone else is kind of you're, you're doing the right things, and you're still you're cost you're losing games, and you're missing out on money. It's like, what do you do? Huge tonight. Know. I mean, with Chris Jones being out, and then Rashawn Slater. We didn't even talk about that. I didn't even I forgot he was on the COVID list for Los Angeles. So I mean, that's a huge loss for this offense for the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, not arguably. I mean, not. By far their best offensive lineman, but potentially like the best offensive lineman in the league this year, the way he's been playing. Right. I mean, like if it wasn't like, such like a one one right if there, it wasn't such out. a quarterback driven award, usually offensive rookie of the year, like you'd give it to Rashawn Slater. He's been the best yeah. rookie this year. I mean, that's kind of funny because you take away Chris Jones, now you take their best, you know. But I mean, it's, it's like, up. To, it's up. To, I mean, it's up to fucking. Was it Clark? Now has to take over. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this game. I feel like Kansas City will win it. I I feel like I was on Kansas City, but like Ladarius Sneed isn't playing tonight, and then I think Jarkandrick Ward is questionable with the flu. He probably won't play either. So that's two corners down. No Clark. Or no Chris Jones. We're talking about the Chiefs' resurgence defensively, but they haven't played anywhere close to an offense like the Chargers in these past six games. That's very true. Chargers look like they're kind of getting to a groove. But, I mean, look, I think the Chiefs run that division. They run the AFC. They're back. They should win this game. Yeah, that, but their just... biggest offensive explosion was against the Raiders, who were still so ignorant. They're literally the only team that doesn't play that too high safety look. They literally, yeah, right. I don't know why they don't do it. They've been mm-hmm. flambéed in three straight games now, not doing it. I don't understand if they don't watch film on the Chiefs, where it's like, hey, well, they're playing too high. It's working, huh? Yeah, fuck that. I'm going to play one high still. <laughs> I don't get it. The whole what is Gus, what is Gus Bradley it? looking at? We ain't doing it. Fuck that. But the Chargers, are they're not going to play one high. There's no way. They're going to play too high, and they're just going to make – Pat do what he does and dink and dunk down the field. Yeah, we'll see if you know Pat. I, if Pat doesn't turn the ball over, I think take the layups. If he takes the layups, if he's cool with chucking it real quick down to Daryl Williams or Clyde Edwards Hilaire quick early, you can kind of tell like, all right, the Chiefs should be okay tonight. But if he doesn't yeah. take those layups early, we're like, all right, this is going to be a frustrating Pat night. All right, cool. Especially if the Chiefs, you know, get a turnover too, because they've they've been forcing turnovers. 
last couple of weeks are just ball hawking. You well, know? the thing so. is, the Chiefs de- or the Chargers defense has stunk this year. Honestly, I mean, the lowest scoring they've yeah, allowed is twenty-one points this year. It's, it has been oh. all the pieces. It's nice, but that's the totality. The total package isn't great. I mean, if Joe Mixon doesn't fumble that ball last week or two weeks ago, they blow right. that game to Cincinnati. Right, they probably do. You're absolutely right. They had so. a 24 point lead and they almost blew it. They couldn't stop Joe Burrow at all. Last week, Mike Lennon yeah. was moving the ball pretty well. Last week, yeah, the Giants. Just so I, I don't know. I, I, this Chargers defense has been uh, it's been underwhelming. It, the offense is hit and miss. So I, I don't know what I don't know what Chargers team we're going to get this tonight. It should be the Chiefs should win this game. We're talking. I mean, they're better Correct. coaching. The better team. It doesn't matter if the Cardinals or the Chargers are home. I mean, I mean, that's not really that big of a difference. If anything, that playing inside in that dome kind of plays to Kansas City's advantages right. speed wise too. Yeah. It's not like we're, we're outside. I so. mean, the fat man almost had five touchdowns in that building, so with no practice. You know yeah, what I mean? So I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried about him at all. You know, I saw the Ravens kill this team too. So I mean, I mean, they just punched, they punched the Chargers team. in the mouth. Well, that's all. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up the Ravens. So. Mike Garofalo reported today that it is going. It looked like it's going to be a quote-unquote uphill battle for Lamar to play on Sunday. He did not oh. practice at all today. So that's two straight days. He didn't even get a walkthrough in. So they're saying that oh. it's legitimately going to be a textbook definition of a game-time decision. So you're going to pull up to that stadium on Sunday, pal, and you're going to have no idea of Lamar's plan. T's and P's to you. Um, no, I little, my, my friend already said, look, you can't back out now because you already said you're going, and I was like, you absolutely Dude. can. That's the luxury of taking a free <laughs> ticket. You can decline anytime you want. That's the beauty of it. Dude, that's what I said. I was like, I don't think I want to go see fucking Huntley, quote unquote. That's what I said. I don't want to fucking I mean, go. Hey, I do want to go see Rodgers, though. And, hey, I, and I wouldn't mind the Ravens no, if you curb stop. You take you know the chance I mean? 1,000% to go see A-Rod. Yeah, so I need to go see that guy throw in person. That's what I'm thinking. But if but it's also a bonus if I get to see Lamar also have the ball. I'll, I'll get to so, see. I'll have know. a chance to see him twice next year when he plays for Pittsburgh. That's what also I said. I said uh, I like to see him in Green Bay before he's wearing you know gold next week or next year. I mean, Black and gold that's what I would have said. Next year, next year, not next week, not yet. I wish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but, I. Uh, these I are mean, huge. Wild. This is. Because, like, you look at the Browns here, they still have a chance to get into the playoffs here. And then they basically, this game is just, this is a sham, essentially. So, like, they're getting fucked here. Yeah. So, they're going to fall to seven and what? Seven and seven now? You drop what healthy you would think would be a winnable football game. Honestly, I was kind of like flipping a coin in my head with Keenum being the guy, <laughs> a full, they, they, wh- Case Keenum's quote was, hey, to have a full chub back there in the backfield, feel pretty good. It's like, okay. I I did too. I was like, you got Chubb? You can ride Chubb? No Darren yeah. Waller for the Raiders? The Raiders kind of stink? Oh, they're awful. So Dude, it's that, like, that it kind of was like, it, that's what it was. But now Nick Mullins is starting. I'm like, well, I've seen that guy play. He stinks. And half of the defensive room for Cleveland is at. So, I mean, the Raiders should roll on these guys. They should just Dude. move this game to, like, the CW. Like, I don't want to watch this. They should no. They should. But I'm a degenerate, and I will be right there at 4:30, sitting in front of the television like a dipshit, watching the game. Absolutely. It almost makes it intriguing. Oh, it's gonna be a. Oh, do you know how electric that game was last year? Taysom Hill versus that wide receiver for the Broncos last year. Yeah. 
Lamb, that game was electrifying how much the quarterback stunk in that game. It was awesome. I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. Yeah, so, I mean, every play is going to be so – you just never know what's going to happen. Nick Mullins is either going to throw 350 or 120. That we don't know what. He's going to stink. I, uh, I, I feel pretty confident he's going to stink. That guy was in Philadelphia for a little bit. Hey, he stunk. Wasn't he on our preseason team this year? Yes. Yeah, we let that bum go. Well, he was the guy who kept they kept uh, oh Kyle uh, kept flip flopping with in, in San Fran when Jimmy G was hurt. Like, all right, CJ Beathard, uh, CJ Beathard stinks. All right, Mullins, get in there. Oh, never mind, that guy yeah, stinks. Right. CJ, get back in there. Yeah, both of them are just terrible. Throw it to Kittle. Throw it to Kittle. That's it. You got one job. Yeah. Wow. So that game's yeah shit show. Mm-hmm. But Saturday night, that's gonna be a good game. Hey, barring yeah. any kind of Uncle COVID pop up here yeah we're looking like a dynamite game on saturday night that goes right into like a 15 hour slate on sunday so i'm pretty pumped for that hopefully this this game tonight kind of sets the tone we get a good nice little shootout yeah yeah over under 52 and a half i think they smashed that tonight i think it i think they smashed that tonight oh that's a lot indoors in the dome it's gonna be about 70 degrees in there oh baby they're gonna be throwing that fucking ball around it's like both teams got to score around 30, 35. Let's do it. I'm in. I don't know, dude. I think – I don't know. I don't know. It, dude, it's, it'll be close. It'll just be like the other time when I was like, it'll be like a point or two either one way or the Part other. Part of so. me woke up this morning feeling like, is this going to be a Vegas – is this going to be a Raiders game again where it's like we're excited for a division rivalry and Kansas City just kicks their fucking teeth in? They run this shit, dude. That's all. Not I'm against LA say. though. They've struggled against LA the past two years. You are right. Yeah. They against LA's the against against Las Vegas. It is sweet against Las Vegas. They love that shit. But yeah, Chargers been getting them one time a year. Didn't they already? They beat the, him. They school? beat him this year. They handed him pretty good because Mahomes had some early turnovers. Oh my god! The Chiefs by a million. They're not sweeping them. Get out of here. So there's a stat here that kind of. Doubles down what you're saying. Patrick Mahomes is 11 and 0 in road divisional games. That's bananas. Like that doesn't even That's make nuts. sense, man. That's like a made up statistic, dude. His he hasn't lost a road charts. division game. What? Yeah, I mean, that's look. like most of really good football teams. That's most of one of their losses every year. Is like, ah, oh, we dropped a stupid division road game. You know, those games are kooky. Patrick Mahomes like, I don't know what that means. I win all those. Right. I mean, Chiefs minus three. You'd be you'd be criminal not to take that. You know that, that just how, But it feels I mean, too easy, doesn't it? It does, but it, there's no like to me. I think they should be favored by a touchdown. <laughs> like I'm not even joking. But, but the way Herbert's playing ball right now, you know, yeah. it feels like it'll and, be close. Yeah. Because I mean, but it's really if not you look at all the though. if you look at all the metrics. Honestly, there's not another human on on planet Earth who's playing better quarterback right now than Justin Herbert. If you look at just his metrics and all the advanced stats and all that shit, there's nobody on the planet playing better quarterback than him. Yeah, he's but that hasn't you know, translated into the offense being really great because I still think they're they're too scared at times offensively. To throw that thing? Yeah, sometimes they just don't throw the ball more than ten yards, and it's like, what are you doing? Dan Orlovsky pointed out something when he was watching him. I think it was last week he broke something down. They're calling a lot of the same plays over and over again. They're just they're just flipping it sometimes, and it's it's they're sometimes it's really it's really predictable. Playing man, yeah. Well, 
I think they just have set plays that they just try to whatever the defense is running, they try to run that that exact play. He noticed it in the Denver in the Denver game. They ran the same play four times in a ten play stretch. That's terrible. And then he noticed it against Cincinnati in the second half. They kept doubling the plays that worked in the first half early. They called them again and again and again. And Cincinnati was like, hey, you just did this like 10 minutes ago. Right. I don't know. I mean, that would not be my game plan. But I guess they're trying to see something and attack it if they see the defense lined up a certain way. Also, what does Austin Eckler look tonight? Like, that was a gruesome ankle injury. Oh, he's he banged got. up. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the scrum where his ankle was, like, your ankle oh. shouldn't bend like that. Right. Yeah. Right. Is he going to be gonna is he gonna be effective enough? Because they need him not only in the run game to keep him balanced, but, like, he's a big part of that passing game as well. Oh, they need him big time tonight. He needs at least, like, 100 yards scrimmage-wise for them to be effective. I don't know what to do with this game. I really don't. Because it feels like to hammer the Chiefs, like it does. Yeah. Like I I saw minus three this morning. I was like, okay, yeah, that's easy. I'll do that standing on my head. Right. I mean, I already I put a parlay in for this weekend in general. I did it a couple days ago. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with Thursday nights. They they are wrecking my parlays. I I took I took Kansas City. Yeah, Thursday nights are hard. So we'll see. I mean, it it is a Thursday night game as well. So you don't know. Those are also kind of weird sometimes. So. Also, it's risky putting a parlay in on Thursday for Sunday because there's some guys who, who who are like we we're flipping a coin of whether they're gonna play or not. Well, I'm I a got, part I of got... this picks pool thing, and they want picks in by twelve on Thursdays. It's like, do you know how many motherfuckers haven't decided whether they're gonna play on Sunday who are integral to this game? You want me to put a pick in? What are we doing yeah, here? That's asinine. We're not. Yeah, you got to do it by Saturday. What that's are we dumb. doing? But give me I Saturday put, night. I just, I just took a three teamer. I got you know, Kansas City minus three. I got. I had had Indy minus one and a half. Now it's minus two and a half, and I had Philly minus four, and now it's minus seven. So I'm on the right end of this whole COVID situation going on right now. So hopefully, hopefully they they can uh those three teams can get the job done and do what they got to do. So, but at the same time, like you said, I, it would not surprise me if if Herbert, you know, if they want to throw the ball down the field, you know, Kansas City try to intrigue them to do it. They can do that. You know, especially with the injuries too. So, I know it's gonna be interesting. If Pat Mahomes doesn't turn the ball over, though, I think the Chiefs are sitting clean. The, That's the what only it feels time they, like, right? The only time they really get in trouble is when he turns the ball over. And mm-hmm. if Kansas City can't stop anybody, which they've been pretty, they've been good, so they're not gonna just get walked over. I don't think so. You know, but we'll see. They they both been playing pretty well though, so it's kind of cool to see. And the winner is first place in the division, so this is a huge game. You know, I mean, this is enormous. This is for the AFC West, right? They control their like the Chargers win this; they can easily win the next three weeks and win that division. And now we got the Chiefs in a wild card spot, which is dangerous. They're going through Urban Meyer's. Uh... Oh, his tenure. Yeah, yeah. They got the video of him, of him uh, finger popping that girl's asshole. They got that one. They got a naked guy hitting a bong in the background of a trailer, which I've never even seen before yesterday, which just adds to it. Yeah, get out of here. Don't, don't. You wouldn't deserve. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. What a legend. Real. What a legend that guy is, man. 
he's still going to go to college and be a top top college uh, football coach. Though, next Absolutely. Year. That's what amazes me, dude. It's amazing. His his like his persona and his look is going to be always that now. Hey, did you Nobody see how said. much? Did you see how much that line jumped for Jacksonville on Sunday? No, did it go? They're in their by favor? five and a half now. What was it before? They were minus three, or they were pl- they were plus three. It's now minus five and a half Jags. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I think they beat the dog shit out of Houston. Oh my god! At home, just just because this clown. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're all gonna be like, oh, thank God. Jade Robinson might set the rushing record this weekend. I said this guy's free, man. Trevor Lawrence, three hundred yards. J- James Robinson, give me a hundred yards, hundred twenty maybe scrimmage wise. Oh, he's gonna eat. He's gonna eat on Sunday. He's gonna eat. I, I'm so happy that guy's free. If the first play isn't a run to James Robinson or a screen or a pass to him, I'm gonna kill somebody. Go Trevor Lawrence, man. But even the media was shitting on him, like, "Hey, you're probably gonna get more wins, you know, with just four games left." <laughs> yeah, the media than, was like, than "You have a better chance to get more wins as the interim than Urban Meyer did as the head coach." Guys, like, I'm not gonna comment. Not gonna comment on that. Smiling ear to ear. That guy stinks. Everyone hated him in that building. Dude, that's amazing. Now he hired these goons, and they and they hate him. He hired people, then he called losers. You hired him. How quickly do you <laughs> think the cons hung up on Dabo Sweeney when he called them to get that job? Dabo, oh, oh no way, dude. Yeah, he's 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 Dabo's hilarious. having a little he's having a little aneurysm with the NCAA well, process. Yeah, we, we, yeah we, we don't talk about college football enough or because I hate for, it. For it just, re- no, it, no, it, no, it irritates me. We don't talk about it at all because it stinks. But let's let's take a moment to laugh at that guy. Hey, I would for, for anytime, that generally anytime I talk about college football, I am generally shitting on Dabo Sweeney. This clown, he stinks. Is talking about so they're mad about the number one DB going to you know play for Dion and all that. Hey, nonsense. shout out Dion Sanders, man. FSU fans are pissed. You could have just hired Fuck Dion. FSU. Yeah, well, you wanted to keep that clown who's eight hire three. Hire Dion. That's all yeah, you had you, to do. Idiots, idiots. <laughs> the, yeah, the, literally, you had one job. <laughs> You just hire somebody who knows what they're talking about and is probably the greatest corner of all time. You know, you have a chance to hire that guy. Now, fuck him. We're gonna keep this stooge. But it makes no sense. But either way, this guy is literally saying that education is the last thing that these players are thinking about, and it's and it's all bribery. Dude, what have you guys been doing? What have for the you last been doing this entire? Years? What's funny is that. So when the NIL thing came out, everyone was up in arms that, oh, my God, all these top recruits <laughs> are going to go to Alabama and Clemson. No one has a chance. Well, uh, half of these top recruits, they're all choosing HBCU universities here with all these NIL deals. Right. I mean, because they're, they're getting paid either way. They don't care. And then it's, it's just hilarious how, how they could get mad. No, Davo's only he's got sour grapes right now because his team stinks. That's it. Yeah. If he was back on top again, he'd be dancing with his little dabbo with the drip and on the TikTok and all that shit like a clown. Well, their recruiting process stinks right now, too. They're losing players because they, they had a bad season. Well, and DJ they, was not good. Of, he was kind of banking yeah. on DJ getting to the promised land because he had redacted Deshaun Watson, 
And then you had Trevor Lawrence, and now you got this guy who stinks. And now it's like, hey, it's not too sweet now, is it, is it Dabo? Yeah, that that airplane ride really just. Hey, that you, hey, really you just see that? You that. see that down there? That's where you're gonna be throwing touchdown passes. Didn't have one touchdown the first like three games of his career. Yeah, clown. <laughs> yeah, it took him like his fourth home game to throw one in there. You dipshit. Oh man, that's a shit show. Hey, Even you know what? I, hey, hey, the most important thing for these kids is the education. And these damn car salesmen are swindling these kids. That is such shut bullshit. up, Dabo. Shut up. Half, half your team probably doesn't even graduate. Half your team probably doesn't go to class. I know that for a fact. Look, I, the, know, I know they're all online classes. You're talking about fucking education with professors. We have better professors. When, they don't even see when a, high profile student athletes finally come clean about what they did it. in college, it's always hilarious what their schedule is like. It's hilarious. It's not real. There are it's some guys, but there are guys who are legitimately serious about their education and they go to school yeah. every day and they do all that. But there are some people who are like, I'm going to take about four or five, uh, you know, independent study classes. And then, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I'll see you at the gym. All right. Take two classes. Red was, shirt. Who was it? Was it Dwayne Haskins who tweeted uh, or was it who was it or was it Cardell Jones who tweeted? Uh, I go to Ohio State to play football, not be a student. Like, yeah, hey, you're right. Cardell. I think it was Cardell. But <laughs> it was yeah, one but, of the one of those. I was like, yeah, of course, man. Dude, yeah, they don't give a they don't give a fuck. Was it Dewey? Was that Dewey? That's Haskins? a joke. It might have been Dewey. It I could, felt probably, like a, it might, I felt it like might have been both. I read an article today on the Athletic that was kind of saying that Dewey Haskins could potentially be the starting quarterback for the Steelers next year, and like, get out of here. I joked about that a Rudolph. lot the past six six months before the season started. I joked about that. That would seriously be an issue for me, big time. If Dewey is the starting quarterback, yeah, I mean, I'd rather have the fat man come back, honestly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's gonna be a fucking mess. Big Ben leads the league in fourth quarter passing. You know, Uh, yeah, just fifteen touchdowns and three picks in his last seven games. Pittsburgh likes to make it uh, make it a game late. They love to make it a game. With this Lamar injury and what the hell's happened to the Browns, I'm the door. I'm back door. in again. Like the the door just won't slam shut. I'm oh, trying. Man. You know what I'm doing? Yeah. I'm watching Carson Strong in Nevada. I'm watching him, and I'm watching all these guys in college. And I'm like, all right, I'm getting myself in the right mindset here. I'm firing up the mock drafts, and then Browns all have COVID. Lamar's hurt. They're gonna get curb stomped by Aaron Rodgers. Joe Burrow yeah. may lose in Denver on Sunday. He may go up to Denver and lay an egg. Denver's, yeah. They're, Denver, I mean, they're... Denver has one of the highest sack rates in the league. Joe Burrow is now the most sacked quarterback in the league. He has, I think it was the highest pressure percentage in the league. He has one of oh. the the like the like shortest amount of time to throw. Well, you know, they're getting an offensive line next year. If they don't, I, hey, I said that this year. Jamar well, Chase Jamar has been Chase, special. I get Chase it, but Joe Burrow's still getting the fucking dog shit beat out of him. That's true. Well, it's okay, though, because you got a superstar over there. So you can start getting that line now, even though you would like to have it now. But, you know, you also, Jamar Chase has like Build over 1,000 yards already. Inside out. That's true. Build that is true. Inside out. Well, they got a superstar, so God. it's it's like the Steelers, you know, they got Pat Firemuth. They could have got an offensive lineman, but you know, they still got someone Creed who's gonna be, the gonna be good second, for years. Second rated center in all of football. That's true. Yeah, could, you could have used him. 
He passed on Creed Humphrey yeah. twice. He passed on Quentin Marnes twice. Kendrick Green is always on the ground. And he can't snap the ball either. It's not good. Yeah, he's, Dan he's Moore right stinks. It's rough. Ah, I don't know. You know? It's rough, it's rough out here. Yeah, stinks. Well, I don't think Haskins is going to be a quarterback. That that, that seemed like a, that's a reach. It's going to be Marcus Mariota. Yeah, where the hell's yeah. it's gonna be Jake Brisket. It's gonna be Jacoby Brissett. Oh. No, you don't want that. No, I don't. But it has Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> written all over it. You don't want that guy. I sure don't. I sure don't. Yeah, we'll see. I Just mean, accept it now and I'll win, never though. be disappointed. If the Browns win If the Browns win, the Vegas Raiders relegate them to the CFL. Get away from me. You're a clown organization. I'm already pissed that they didn't cover last week nine and a half fucking points. Yeah, not even close. 30 away. They got curb stomped. Yeah. They danced on the Chiefs logo, and they get curb stomped. See, that's why I feel like their souls are just they're just demoralized, so I don't know if they're going to even a, show up. Derek Carr is a big, dumb dipshit. Right? He is going to screw me on Sunday, isn't he? He is. We're going to beat Tennessee. But well, the Browns are going to win on Saturday. It's not going to fucking matter. And you know what? The way this season going, Aaron Rodgers is going to lay an egg. His toe's going to fall off on Sunday. And Tyler Huntley's going to win somehow. But that's the way the season's been going. I don't know way. Tyler Huntley Tyler Huntley came dreams. back out of nowhere to beat the Bears for no reason. Yeah. He's got that Baltimore Raven in him. You got that fight in there. It's all about the fight. It's all about the dog mentality. It's a dog. Jalen Hurts is a limited practice again. Nah, he seemed he seemed he talked he's to the media. I, I, he seemed like he's uh, he's gonna play. I don't know. I read a bunch of reports where he didn't do shit today. No, nah, you don't have to do shit. We're chilling. He has to do something. He hasn't practiced in over two weeks. He didn't even go through the walkthrough. We're he's splitting we first team reps with Gardner Minshew. Carter Mitchell's going to fucking play, man. We're going to be good. Dak, you better not screw me because it's the first round of the playoffs. You jerk off. I don't know, man. He's had a 24.4 QBR since week 11. You are killing me, boss, man. That's 31st in the league. Figure it out. That's terrible. You're killing me, dude. That's awful. I started 7-0. 7 and 0. 8 and 5. What are we doing Dak. here? Dak. Him and Zeke are killing me, dude. Yeah, they just don't seem like they got some juice. They stink. Zeke's a little banged up, not running as hard as he was at the beginning of the year, and Dak certainly well, doesn't look I, good at I all. I did say to give Zeke the fucking football, and uh, you didn't give him the football. <laughs> what? What? <sighs> Unbelievable. Justin Herbert is fucking enormous. Like they're showing him throwing warming up right now. And it's like he's not even human. This guy's six four, two fifty. He's a big guy, dude. And he slings the ball wherever he wants. Right. I think it's hilarious that the people don't still understand the height differential in uh different sports, like Steph Curry being eye to eye with Miles Garrett. That actually did blow my mind for a second. 
Because <laughs> when you look at Miles Garrett on the football field, you're like, what is this guy, seven feet tall, 300 pounds? He's built like Andre the Giant. Right. And they right. see him standing next to Steph Durant, and I was like, hold on. My mind is melted here. What is happening? Yeah. Well, the top, the tallest <laughs> lineman, you know, or defensive like, lineman was like 6'8", King Dunlap. I think he's 6'8", 6'9". Yeah. So, I mean, there, there you go right there, you know. There's not a that lot of tall, I, tall freaks. For a second, like, I, I was – that was a mind fuck for me for a second. Like, wait, I was like, is Steph standing on a podium or something? I was like, oh, wait, Miles is only like 6'3". Okay, never mind. All right. It just looks like on the football field he's the giant, the biggest person of all time. Yeah, it's wild. Same thing with like Calvin Johnson. You know, he's only what six five, six six. I think he's yeah. only six five. Six five. So he looks like he's seven two out there. Yeah, because you got guys who are five eleven guarding him. Right. Why isn't this working? I don't know, dude. <laughs> yeah. I still will never get that. Got no idea. How do we still have corners that are under six feet tall? Most of them are. How do we still have corners that are under six four? I don't know. I don't. I you guess have a lineup against Calvin Johnson. The guy's my height yeah. against a guy who has his wingspan is the size of a garage door at your house. What am I supposed to do, sir? Yeah, nothing. That's why Stafford just threw it up to him half the time. That's all you had to do. Unbelievable. It still makes no sense to me. Hey, how yeah, tall is right. this I corner? Think... Our cornerback room is the average height of about five eleven. What? That's the. I think that's the average height. Of like you look at NFL. Mike Williams tonight, lined up against anybody for Kansas City, he looks like he's seven three. Right, right. It's comical. It is, and he's like six foot four. Does <laughs> it say? Says so Steph Curry, if you put on a uniform, would look <laughs> See, like he's giant. I think he's you what is what he mean? like six three? If that? Yeah, yeah. And Steph? he looks. He looks like Yao yeah, Ming out there. He's six three and a quarter, I think. So yeah, he would look like a giant out there compared to all these people. He's six four. Yeah, he's six four. He looks like the like Sejourner's Algalskis. That's why when I when people say LeBron James would be the greatest tight end of all time, I'd, I'd probably yeah, you're probably right. Six you're eight, right. six eight, two seventy, moving like a wideout. Good luck, dude. Good luck. T's and P's. Catching it at the at the point where he blocked that ball last night. Like you, you mean nuts? to tell me you watch Rob Gronkowski every Sunday get open when he runs like a six. 40 right now and LeBron couldn't get open <laughs> yeah, yeah right you can't hit anybody either what was gonna happen you're gonna decapitate him over the middle no okay yeah it's a free release up the middle who cares yeah him I just mean, jumping no. over everyone yeah he, he would dominate dude. <laughs> you see everybody he hurdle now imagine LeBron right <laughs> he'd dominate I am a People little disappointed like, oh, we yeah. never got that he like oh he would uh he would get my, like my dad his, his he he would get hit too much he's not a football player I'm like have you ever watched basketball people get hit okay I get you don't get ran over like a car accident no you don't get in a car accident and everything but it, you know there's a little physicality involved but you know, yeah, Brock, you're, going to the, you're going to the hole you're six foot eight you're again huge, you know there's a few people in this world where it's like Derrick Henry Aaron Donald Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns <laughs> LeBron that's like. Aliens come to invade this planet. We're like, hey, you guys just step up, all right? You're the new Avengers. You'll save us. Yeah, you got to because we got no other choice. Because somehow <laughs> we're know? all the same humans. Like, it, it makes no sense to me. I don't know. LeBron can do whatever they're, he wants to do. They're, they're, I think they're superior humans. We're just regular humans. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely an inferior human being. That's for damn sure. Yeah. 
All right, I guess it's getting ready to wind down here and get ready for Chargers. And Baker just yeah, put out another think- tweet. Tell me if this makes sense. No test this morning. Len let our team gather for practice and show up after practice to test them. Sounds about right. I don't know what we're supposed to do here. You're not going to test them before. You're going to test them after you just worked out together for six hours. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing here. Oh, my God, dude. Makes no sense. That's why we're having outbreaks probably in the Cleveland organization every day. You're letting clowns go to work, and then you're testing them after they, after you already worked? Yeah, I thought it was – see, I thought when the season – I thought it was going to be everyone gets tested when they get in the building. You know, and then it'll come back, know. and they'll be like, "All right, well, you're positive. Get the hell out of here." But it's, it's like you guys, yeah, do all your Wednesday team meetings when the whole fucking team sitting in one room. Yeah, Jesus but are they? Christ. Yeah, are they social distancing at all? Because if you watch the Cowboys no. hard knocks, they kind of look like they're they're like they're not right on top of each other, but they're still pretty close. It doesn't look like they're 15 feet apart. So yeah, like, well, okay, were, so yeah, by that premise, groups. then okay, then so you don't test them as soon as they come in the building. You test them before they leave, I guess. But you've already been sitting around with each other all day. And then you find out, oh, hey, shit. Hey, Baker popped. Well, I was just with yeah. him all day. He was breathing in my mouth. Yeah, right. So I got him right. now. I think he sneezed yeah. at me. Oh, you would think, yeah. And then some of the times it doesn't show up for like a day or two. So, yeah. So this is, this is going to be well, a shit show. Well, that's the thing, It's like, well. that's the way they're doing it. You know, they're about. Well, they're asymptomatic. Well, it's like, yeah, I mean, some people could have it, but they're asymptomatic for like a week. And then they get punched in the mouth with a bunch of symptoms. Like, it's different for everybody. We can't. I don't know. You can't cast this wide net on the thing. Like, it's it's universal for everyone. I think that's the thing that's kind of like confusing because it doesn't affect everyone the same. I don't know. That just blew my Again, mind. Again, I'm a stooge that just who's recording from my bedroom, and I don't get paid to do this. So I don't know anything, honestly. And I certainly hope nobody's taking this as gospel about anything. I would hope not. That just blew my mind, though. That 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 did blow my that Baker that last Baker tweet there kind of uh yeah my head kind of hurts kind of deciphering that whole thing. Is that the protocol in every building, or is that a Browns thing? <laughs> I would hope. Is that how the Browns are doing it, or is that how the NFL has been doing it? I I would hope it's it's not the whole the league wide because we're going to be up Shit's Creek here in about a week or two if that's how they're doing it. Because how do they prevent anybody from coming in with COVID? Did they start doing it this way after the holiday? That makes no sense. That makes no sense. Because all, because I got no the, no because logic. the way they were doing it before seemed like there wasn't a lot of people popping, so it felt like we were on top of this. And then since the holiday, I, I don't. My head hurts. That's so dumb. If that's how just the Browns are doing it, can we just talk I about feel how like, piece of shit organization? Well, that since place is? since Baker is calling out the NFL on this, I feel like this this seems like yeah, it's an right. NFL thing, right? I think it is. An Unless NFL him thing. Go, adding the Browns, like, hey, dipshits. <laughs> You know, you're you're screwing us here, but he's calling out the NFL, so Well, is NFL like the government and like your your own state where you could also implement your own no. rules? Because like why can't you just no. test before I believe that's what they were going to do. They were kinda of letting these teams kind of delegate how they were going to do it. And then the NFL PA was it. like no 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 at 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 we should all do this a universal thing. And they're like, Okay, you're right. 
And then it came to the point, it's like, well, we should test every day. And they're like, all right, we'll test the unvaccinated every day. And the vaccinated players will only get tested on Fridays or something like that. And people are like, no. well, we should probably test everybody, everybody every day just to cover yeah. our bases here. Like, ah, we'll be all right. So, uh, all right. Well, I'm sure I'm going to read more about this later when I get off of here because I'm very confused. And I'll have more information on this manana. Then we'll pick our – all right, what's our picks tonight? What's our picks before we get out of here? I got Kansas City by – well, I got a minus three. I'll, I'll say my, they win by three. Okay. I'll take them. I was going also... to go bold. I was going to go bold, but I'll take a minus three. Yep, I'm just picking the Chiefs to cover here. That's how we're starting off week 15 or week 14. Week 15? It's a week thir- 15. Yeah. It's a Thursday night game. It should be weird. You know, if this was a Sunday night game or, or Sunday game, I would say that the Chiefs probably win by 10. But I still wouldn't know, honestly. With the Chiefs, who knows, man. Right. So, we'll see. You know, there. Are, I mean, does the offense finally wake up tonight and just completely dominate? Maybe. Is Eckler healthy? Who knows? If he's not, the Chargers, you know, they're going to be hurt. So, I don't know. The Sixers have and lost it, 12 of 19 games since starting 82 this season. It fucking stinks. It's almost like they're missing somebody. You know? How the fuck are they favored tonight in Brooklyn? That's a weird one. I mean, they did just show there's like eight dudes on the COVID list for Brooklyn, but, I mean, Kevin Durant's they're... averaging 33 in December right now. He's had 85 points total and 20 assists his last two games. I mean, I... Them, those rookies played well against uh, the Raptors. I, I don't see... I don't know. Maybe, yeah. The they did. I mean, they did. I mean, they well. did. I mean, since Harden, Big Jim has been on the COVID list, they have played the Raptors and they've played the Pistons. Yeah, but Raptors shot the ball extremely well, and the Brooklyn still did what they had to do to win that game. So I don't know. I think Brooklyn has a better feel for when they have to do certain things, and they have Kevin Durant. Again, <laughs> you have you have Kevin Durant, so you Philly's can kind of a, figure things out. You know, Philly's on a back-to-back heater, and they just got their ass whooped by. A Miami Heat team who has their three best. Tyler Hero didn't even play last night. Our what three is best happening? Did not play. NCAA Women's Volleyball National Championship semifinal is on ESPN. Is that Dilfer? Is that Dilfer's daughter? Probably. I, I mean, no he's idea. he was an athlete. I guess he's making athletic kids. Hey, way to go, would, Trent. Wouldn't make sense. Way to go, pal. Old Dilfer Don. I do miss that One segment. Of- now One of the two quarterbacks of all time to win a Super Bowl and then get fucking released. I'm going to Disney World. They're like, stay there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, stay cool, man. There, Congrats. Pal. Stay down there, pal. Take a hike. Oh, shit. That's hilarious. Yeah, we don't need you. You're not the reason we won. Hey, bring back <laughs> Dilfer. Can Dilfer suit up for Sunday? We're already talking about bringing Flacco back. Just bring Dilfer back. Yeah, right. Bring Elvis yeah. Gerback back. <laughs> yeah. Kyle Bowler. Bring Kyle Bowler back. He's, still, he's probably still got a rocket. Yeah, right. Hey, did you know Old he could throw Kyle it 100 Bowler. yards from both knees? Is that a fact? That was the whole big thing about it. He's like, this guy's got a fucking rocket. This that guy can sling the rocket. Oh, he, could, he, had, he had an arm. Just couldn't do oh, anything else. Yeah. Unless it was a primetime <laughs> yeah. game. Well, I don't know how many games he had where he almost beat New England on prime time that one time. He was phenomenal. I was like, is, this, is that Kyle Bowler? Are we sure? And he had a prime time game in Lambeau, too, where he had like four touchdowns. You're like, who is this guy? 
kept him around a little bit longer, you know? Yeah, because people are getting towards the end of the year. It's like, this guy stinks. We're going to shit can him in the Monday Night Football. That, 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 under the lights, Kyle Bowler lights it up. I'm like, hey, we might have a guy here. Hey. I've never got a gift where I've laughed so hard when I got a fucking Kyle Bowler jersey. Someone did get you, you know? a Kyle Bowler jersey for Christmas. I do remember that. That was quite hilarious. Not even a Ravens fan, pal. The and only person, the Bowler. only people who had Kyle Bowler jerseys were were like women, because he was hot. <laughs> he was a good looking kid. Yeah, I think it was on Kyle. I get, I get like, I get kind of like, I kind of worry sometimes. I get a little bit of Kyle Bowler vibes from from Zach Wilson. <laughs> no, no. Good Zach looking Wilson kid. Better. He moves. He's got a rocket arm. Yeah, but Zach Wilson's got better touch, I think, than Kyle Bowler. Kyle Bowler's just throwing that son of a bitch straight. Kyle Bowler couldn't read a defense. Also, he was getting demoralized every week in practice by Ray Lewis and Ed Reed and Terrell Suggs. That's true. The confidence had to be zero to none. Peyton was talking to Ray about that in the Miami cast. He's like, you realize you're throwing Kyle Bowler every week, right? He's like, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, I would. Yeah, we we ruined that guy. (laughs) We ruined that guy. Yeah, he had no receivers either. Who was their best receiver? George Mason? Goodness gracious. Derek Mason. George Mason's a college. Oh, fuck. Derek Mason. I always get that wrong. I don't know why. Hey, where'd go, George Mason and Derek Mason? Both of them. There awesome. we go. Clap them up. Clap them up. Great programs. Good programs. One's good a really good program. One's a really good receiver. Very good. Yeah. All right. That's how you end the show there, pal. Way to go. We'll be back tomorrow. Big Friday. Big Friday. We'll pick all the games. Whatever else happens, I'll learn everything there is to learn about COVID and NFL's protocols and that. I'm going to become an expert overnight. Get that. Yeah. See what's going on with these protocols because I'm, I'm, in, I'm intrigued to see I'm how going to get into the bottom of this. Doing it. Oh, I, I think I'm already at the bottom of it, but like, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. I want to see if different teams are doing different things because it seems like different teams are having more issues than others. So. Like the Bucks, you know, they haven't had anybody. I'm not even going to say teams anymore because no, nope, don't you happen. start. Yeah, yeah, don't you don't start. Let, yeah, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Won't do it. I was just checking my phone to make sure no last people popped up before I fucking thing. You know, as soon I as think, I hit I in record, a bomb's going to get dropped. They should already if they if they ain't tested by now in the building, then throw out the whole system because that makes no sense. And he got one of those Walgreens ones again. It took a little bit. Yeah, yeah. if we get another false positive, yeah. That would be the dumbest thing ever. Got to see old. I just don't know how a multi-billion dollar organization was having these issues with testing. So. Yeah, not millions, billions. Billions, yeah. Billions. B, with we, a B, we, we, billions, yeah. We can't, we, there's free testing everywhere in the world. You know, you, you don't think we can get some tests in there. I don't know either. All right. No one knows. That show stinks. Thanks for hanging around. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll be kind of better tomorrow, I think. We get to talk about the cheese. Hey, tune in to find out, huh? That's what you call a tease in the biz. A tease. There it is. Stay tuned. It's over. It's over. Y'all take it easy. I'm out.